Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. And so when we have people who understand that viral content is often the ones that are degrading women, yep. they neglect to make content that will actually build up men. And therein lies the philosophical conundrum of it all. Therein lies the great issue of our time. <laughs> I am actually sure there are men out there who are exhausted by the amount of societal expectation that has been put on them on how to be a man. By function of being a man does not mean that you are a good partner. It, it just means that you. you're a man. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we sitting with the boys ooh, ooh, ooh. man them <laughs> this is a cease and desist order ah it's an affidavit if you is will. it affidavit <laughs> it is a arrest warrant <laughs> a no. subpoena <laughs> we in there with all this legal stuff now we're trolling it is a to my brothers episode part two things that we have to say to men because man there's a lot of things that have been going on recently just yeah. in life in general yeah. um and we want this as an opportunity to address you guys mm-hmm. speak on behalf of women and yeah. just have those collaborative conversations yeah. um so yeah it's gonna be a good one but before we get into that we've got a couple of housekeeping the all first right. one being the Vision 22 winner. What, what, what? August challenge is already over. August challenge and the sisters were hot stepping step, every single step, week. Step, I was seeing step. somebody stepping. We love somebody to see it. I mean, we were stepping. Oh, we were stepping. We hot. were out here. We were out here stepping hot, hot, hot. <laughs> At Apple, if you're Apple, if you're listening, <laughs> if you have any connections with Apple, you, <laughs> the te- biggest one you tell them about us. Please. Tell them about us. We have sisters in everywhere. But... So. Without further ado, I would like to announce the winner of the Vision 22 challenge. Mm-hmm. And that is Miss Tommy Dot Anita. Congratulations, girl. You were out hot stepping. We said well 10K. Done, there was sis. days where this babe was getting 20, 20, 20, 20 something K. I said, God, you Goodness. are a hot stepper. Congratulations, Miss Tommy. We're super You've proud of you. So you little well. hot stepper. Really, really, really love the fact that we've had so many sisters participate in this challenge. Yeah. And in the spirit of the next challenge, because you know this is a year long challenge. Yep. Month nine, baby. Month nine, on? month nine. The sister who has shared the TMS podcast with the most of her friends. Okay. So I need you to tag all the sisters that you put on to TMS podcast and tag us to let us know. You put in them all. Who you put in on. Okay. This is your time to shine. I know there's some of you out here that's like, yeah, I put my sister on to TMS. Yeah. This is your time. To, yeah. To and shine. the girls that tag us on Instagram whilst you're listening to the podcast, thank you and keep it up. We Come actually on. appreciate we love all we of love the it. love. Honestly, like flicking through the Insta stories and getting you guys who are mentioning us. And and just putting us on and putting us out there like this podcast would not be anything Honestly. if you guys well it'd be a, it would still be amazing Honestly. content but it wouldn't be a big community at if all if you guys didn't share it so thank you thank you so much for sharing and this challenge is in honor of you this Keep challenge sharing. is in honor of you for you to finally get your flowers yeah. so just a little something from, from earth yeah 
Um, is there any other housekeeping? I mean, by the time you're listening to this, we are back from the Zanzi. Zanzi buddies. Zanzi. Yeah. And we hope that you've been following our journey um, up until now. It has been a phenomenal experience. Yeah. Phenomenal experience. It really has. And hopefully we'll be able to do more retreats with the girls over the course of the next few years or so. So keep your eyes peeled. The next few months even. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we ain't gonna say too much. <laughs> we ain't gonna say too much. All right, all right. Now, to get into... The episode, yes. we're going to start with a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's get into it. Hey, sisters. Hey, baby girl. First off, love the podcast. It has really shaped my perspective of things as a lady. Nice. All right, let me get into the tea. Come on. So there's this guy, and we've been friends for about four years now. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's been a really close friend, but he has a problem. He oh. doesn't apologize. Over time, I learned to ignore him and be the bigger person when mm-hmm. I get hurt. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I'm an emotional person. But there's one time I really needed him and he disappeared. And when he got when he got back, he didn't even bother to speak about it. I've tried and tried multiple times until eventually I gave up. My other friends say he's being toxic and I should cut him off. Even so, I can't help but feel like I might regret losing him, even though it's hurting me right now. Mm. These days, he gives no attention to our friendship. If I need something, I have no guarantee he will answer. And when he misses my calls, girl, you sure know you're not getting a call back till next month. (laughs) Would you say it's best to cut him off or keep giving in in hopes that he'll get better? Any advice would be appreciated and keep up with the podcast. Love it. Baby girl, I know you appreciate his friendship, but he don't want to be friends with you. He has to go. He doesn't want to be friends with you. It's all right. Um, There's something we always say here on the podcast and it's it's in the Bible about like, if you want to be a friend, you've got to prove yourself friendly. Mm. He's not proving himself friendly. It's going to be very hard to maintain him as a friend um friendship is reciprocal yeah and yeah. as much as you know you love him you love his company you've been through amazing times um and you have four years of friendship and relationship um relationships require continual effort mm. and if he's not willing to do the work of at least listening to feedback and changing and you know doing things practically it's going to be very hard for you two to genuinely journey together anymore Um, and it will lead to just more problems more dilemmas um and feelings of like being unheard and Mm. being made to feel unimportant and so i think it may be worth you know if you really want to hold on to the friendship sit him down and the same way you said all of this you know i don't like when you don't call me back um and you're taking too long to call me back or Mm. communication is trash or i feel like you know you're not really like receiving my feedback i really want to strengthen our friendship here but i need you to do the work with me um you know, that can be the last conversation you have about it and you can monitor his behavior. But if he stays being complacent and stays doing the same thing, what can you do? You can't force mm. anyone to be your friend. Um, And so, yeah, I think it may not be a thing of like, oh, you're toxic and, you know, I need to cut you off. It could just be, I'm gonna need you to go and sort out your life then. You know, it could, could be an organizational problem. It could be a character development issue. Um, and so, you know, we can pick up our friendship. We And and this is why I wanna talk about the whole, like your friends say that you should cut him off and he's toxic or whatever. I actually don't think you should cut him off like knife severed relationship over. I think it's just a case of, distance okay cool we can't spend as much time as we used to we're obviously not as close as we used to be um, and i think some of us can testify to the fact that we have been you know close really close to someone in one season and then because of you know schedules communication and all of that mm. we're just not as close anymore mm. you know and what do you do when you want to get closer to a friend where well, you put in time you put in effort you put in communication um so he has to be willing to do all of that 
once he starts doing that, then you can get closer. But for now, I think the only answer is distance. It's mm. not a closed door. It's just so you gotta qualify to cross this boundary and yeah. you ain't doing that yeah, so yeah. you know there's there's consequences and sometimes we do have to we've spoken about this before but we do have to revoke our intimacy from people because they are not handling it well or not even open to receiving it and so we can't force it onto people and that's okay um if he wants to be your friend he'll come to his senses and he'll you know start acting like a friend and if he doesn't at least you knew where you stood and you can open up your time your schedule your life and your heart to embrace people who do actually want your friendship yeah, yeah. how about you i think you've you're spot on completely spot on there's only so much you can do for somebody that's not reciprocating off their own volition Honestly. and i think when you're it's like dragging the horse to the water mm, you, you can't, can't do it unless it you drink. can't force it to drink and it sounds like you've been pretty clear and you've been pretty expressive about some of the things that you would like for him to do as a friend. And if he's not willing to do that, then girl, you got to close that door. Or at least, you know, I love the fact that you said that, you know, maybe this isn't a forever thing. Maybe it's a it's a season thing that he has mm. to overcome. But it does sound like a deep character thing, especially for me. When people aren't able to apologize, mm-hmm. that is highly problematic because I think we've spoken a lot about like love languages, but there's also apology languages. Mm. And apologies are so important because it's the recognition of the other person's emotions the recognition that something wrong has happened and the recognition that there's responsibility that needs to Mm. be taken and if you're unwilling to take that responsibility that is a big red flag for me both in romantic relationships but also friendships yeah and then also the fact around like you don't know when this guy is going to call you back my friends let me tell you something (laughs) if i call you and you don't call me back within a reasonable amount of time i am going to the metropolitan police to report you 110 percent. either that or must show up at your door (laughs) you think there ain't been sometimes i've texted courtney and then showed up at her door like two seconds later for no and that wasn't even like she disappeared i just showed up okay i just showed up of my own volition so i I think it's really important to like not feel like you should diminish the standards yeah. or these boundaries that you have um for your friends because you need to prove he needs to prove himself as a friend mm. these are basic things as well yeah. communication is a basic thing yeah. and if he's unwilling mm. to at least work on expressing that more as a priority or if he doesn't have the capacity to do it then the distance is necessary so mm. that that alignment can be put yeah. in place but i also think it's a it's a great opportunity to now talk about expectations because mm. Like as the person who often misses calls and forgets to call back, it may actually be worth having a conversation about, okay, why have you disengaged? Like, mm-hmm. why have you, um, if, especially if you have noticed that things have changed or there have been certain trends in your friendship over the last four years, it may be worth having a real serious conversation about, okay, why are you struggling to maybe manage your time, manage your relationships? Have I done something? Have you done something? Right. Um, are you struggling with life in general that you cannot call me back? So actually getting to the place of, okay, maybe you're not doing this intentionally or because you're bad, but because you may be dealing with overwhelm or you're going through a depressive episode, whatever it may be, we don't know his situation, but it's worth having a conversation. But sometimes you have those conversations and you realize some people are just being bad, you know? And so that's when you really then have to state, well, these are my expectations in a friendship. I think that this is not even too much to ask. And I love that you're emphasizing that. It's not that you need to diminish your expectations. It's just more so you need to make sure that they've been expressed Mm. and that he's also aware that these are the expectations you expect him to meet in order to qualify to be your friend kind of thing. As harsh as that sounds yeah for sure sis but sorry that you've had to go through this situation Mm. and hoping that there's some kind of resolution in in the foreseeable future um and um yeah like you really deserve friends that are willing to reciprocate 
And um, if this is something that you choose to pursue, then just make sure that you are abundantly clear on those expectations, yeah. but you also follow through with your boundaries and yeah. expectations. So yeah. sending love, sis. And also lean on the other friends that you have that, yeah. you know, are around you that are reciprocating. Yeah. I'm sure you have some awesome friends around you that yeah. are like, yeah, girl, I'm gonna call you back or like, let's go out and do some <laughs> yeah. stuff. And um, I would lean on them during this time. For too. sure. That's good. But moving on to the crimes of the cream, the pièces de résistance, brothers. To my brothers, hello, bros, hello, guys, <laughs> um, and hello, women that are now the fly on the wall. Strappers. I wanted this to be an open floor, open discussion. You know, I love how you said that when it's just two of us. It's just, <laughs> it's just an open floor, and open discussion. <laughs> like there's an audience behind. <laughs> I wanted to, to 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 be an open discussion, given the various things that we've been talking about recently, yeah. as well as. Um, the rise in men's communities around various different things that are, you know, affecting them. So, you know, the the rise of figures like, you know, Andrew Tate and incelli behavior, um, the rise of just gen- general attacks on the, <laughs> I hate to say it, heterosexual men and their uh, capacity to live up to standards. Um, the cost of living crisis hitting yeah, the dating yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Just men's loneliness yeah. as well. Like lots of things are affecting, hitting the brothers hard right now. Big time. And I think there's not a lot of platforms out there that give the space for men to A, discuss these things, but mm. it's always a weird dynamic as well when women have a conversation with men too. Mm. So I thought this would be a, a good time to have a conversation around yeah. some of those topics. I love that. I, I think so too. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So <laughs> let's start with the first one because that's a heavy hitter. Yeah. The rise of the incel. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, the continual rise. It's the been continual rise, man. It's come ebbs and flows flows. yeah yeah but what are the what would you say are some of the dangers of Mm. being a man that is in close proximity to inselly type behavior and also the danger in the rise of figures that are very disparaging towards women so i think first of all you have to acknowledge that like as much as these men talk about women they are also creating a culture for men Mm -hmm. and they're creating Mm -hmm. um value standards um and almost trying to lay down this kind of play for play about what men should do and how they should navigate through right. the world right so my first kind of advice or just uh i'll i'll let you deal with this mm. is are those men happy are those men successful in the things that they talk about do those men have a life that you actually desire mm. or have they so branded themselves yeah. as being the top alpha male and everything that you should desire, but but they are actually not what you innately desire. So mm. I think to the fact that, you know, Kevin Samuels, God rest his soul. Yeah. Look at the way that man died. I'm not even going to talk about the dead, but the dead need to be spoken of in this situation. No, 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 no. Biggest man thing, biggest man thing, biggest man thing. That man was someone's father. And so I'm going to put respect on his name, even though you guys know how I personally felt about him. I'm not even going to speak for Renee on this one, yeah? But biggest man thing, that man died unmarried from a heart attack. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Biggest man thing. Biggest man thing. We'll talk about this the other day, right? After having sex with a woman, and a woman he wasn't like married to, unidentified woman, right? Is that the life you want? Because these this is the life your leaders are living. 
So I actually want us to understand and take time to stand back mm-hmm. and realize that as much as this, you know, the incelly culture stuff, right? right? The incelly content stuff is there trying to shame women. It's leading you guys to leave a, live a shameful life. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you actually want? Sorry, no, I actually had to put that Do out there. Do you know how funny Because that is. that is on my heart deeply. I wasn't even expecting that. <laughs> that is funny. No, but no, I, but I genuinely no, think no, no, no. you have you to right. pay attention to whether this advice, yeah. as much as it's making, oh yeah, see, it's administering the red pill to women. Sir, is this actually helping you? But that's even, the, you know what? I think you've actually brought up an excellent point. There, Thank you. That there's the redirection of what it means to be masculine into hating on women. Exactly. And it's like, if you're not careful, you're pulled into this behavior where you're holding women accountable when really you're just participating in misogyny yeah. whilst you're being bamboozled yeah. by men yeah. who are allowing their masculinity to be defined solely by how much they can put down women. 100%. And then you're redirecting, right? Because then men in these spaces will talk about, well, women should do X, Y, Z, right? Okay, but why are those men not spending their resources, their time, their influence and their capital to actually hold you accountable Bruh. and not just hold you accountable as in tell you off? Because it seems like in these spaces as well, people think accountability is just telling people mm. off and highlighting their negative parts, but actually holding you accountable as in providing mentorship, right. providing advice, providing wisdom, knowledge, sound, brotherhood, sound, community, sound. resources, therapy, like, why are they not diverting their attention to invest, invest in you? Mm. And I say this because I'm going to need you guys to demand more of these men in the yes. way that they cater to you. Because they are really giving a lot of them to the way that they take care of women and addressing women's issues when we're apparently not even their target demographic. I love that you talked about demanding more because the thing is, um, a lot of these men as well, they will offer you a service, like mm-hmm. a coaching service, or they'll offer you like, I don't know, some way to make money through mm-hmm. their like Forex scam. And it's like, in community is, men's community should not just revolve around making money, money. and talking to women. Good. It's way more than that. Yeah. It's about being a man holistically thinking about your emotional burdens thinking about some of the resources that you need to thrive beyond financial welfare this is the reason why you are so unhappy Mm. and then we'll now redirect it to it's everything to do with women well actually it's everything you've neglected in your men's communities Communities. and what people have neglected to give you right and you are actually in need of these things and it's actually perfect not just okay it is completely understandable and human mm. to need these things, mm-hmm. to need attention, yep. affection, yep. affirmation, like all the A words, right? But then also accountability and friendship, community, support, right? From men and from women. Mm. And so when we have people who understand that viral content is often the ones that are degrading women, yep. they neglect to make content that will actually build up men, right? Because wow, it's not profitable. That's good. It's not profitable. It doesn't build up their brands. It doesn't build up their egos, right? Um, but then that leaves you guys wanting and in need. And as much as, because we get these comments as well, like on the TMS episodes, which is, 
is it women that are going to have to do men's work as well? There's actually only so much that we can do yeah. as we try also to thrive and survive. Um, and also some of you guys don't like listening to us and I'm actually going to fully say that's silly, but also I can't be the one to change your mind. If you won't hear sense from us, go and hear sense from somebody you'll actually hear sense from. But the men that you would actually want to hear sense from are talking about women. <sighs> And therein lies the philosophical conundrum of it all. Therein lies the great issue of our time. <laughs> I said it in the last episode that we did on Two My Brothers. I'm going to say it on this one. Too. Stay out of women's business. And I'm going to add the addition that Courtney so poetically <laughs> gave y'all. Stay out of women's business unless you are ready to do women's work. work. If not, you guys got to get to work. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Gone. Because I don't know why. I just don't get it. Mm. Like, men, there's just so much more than beyond this incel behavior. Yeah. And it's really abusive behavior that yeah. you are prescribing to. It is really scary and yeah. dangerous. And dangerous. these are echo chambers that are all about the objectification of women, the degradation of women, mm. and this whole obsession with women. Mm. It's quite scary. Mm. It's quite scary. And I like to believe that if there are men that are listening to this, and ladies, if you are listening to this and you think that a brother would benefit from this, mm. send it to him yeah, because yeah. he needs to hear that he is far more than, you know, girls. Come There's on. a rap um a rapper dave santan dave some of you may know him if you're not some of y'all you're missing out great Amazing. guy there was a lyric in one of his songs where he said don't die for nyash Mm-mm-mm. some of you are dying for bum and it may not be that you're necessarily chasing it but it may be that you're angry that you're chasing it and not yielding the results that you mm. that you want which is why you're turning to these incel behavior yeah. like tendencies and these chat rooms and these really scary spaces yeah it is bored like these are the kind of things that can facilitate abuse in Mm. real life because you get this warped feeling and this warped understanding of interactions between men and women you start to project not only your own frustrations with women but the frustrations of collectives right you start to this is the thing about communities right the energy is very infectious Mm. the thoughts the feelings the experiences of other people in some way start to become your own all of a sudden you're carrying the rage of like a hundred a hundred thousand men that have not been able to deal with the issues that they have with women in their own lives and will project it onto the women that you engage with to their and your detriment Mm, mm, mm. and then you wonder why you can't attract a lady that you kind of want you wonder why you keep on getting into sticky situations with not just women but also men and you wonder why you have this deep set anger in you that keeps on getting stronger worse worse yeah and i want more for my mandem i really do and i also want men to also realize that they are more than just women they really are um and the same way we get on this podcast that we encourage women and we empower women to remember that they can remove their value from their relationship status but also from men's approval Mm. i'm gonna need some of y'all to remove your self-esteem from women's approval right and honestly i think it would actually benefit you guys because in a world where so many men are creating content right now which revolves around the power and the authority of a man being so linked to where he puts his penis oh i need more men to talk about how men can actually build real wealth but also build legacies Mm. and build lives Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm, they're actually mm -hmm. happy living um i think we need to have more conversations 
as a wider collective of society, but also uh, you guys in your men's circles about men's <laughs> happiness. Like whether you were actually happy, yeah. not just what you have, not just what you possess, possess, and dare I even say how much you have advanced, mm. but whether you are actually happy. I'm concerned about how many people are not concerned with whether men are happy. That's even a great way to segue on to mm. the next point around the rise of men's loneliness mm. and the mm. fact that more and more men are at risk of ending up alone. Oh, and no, and I need you to say that louder because <laughs> people think, no, because people think, and please do not be deceived, mm. that loneliness is a is an issue that independent women there are going go. to be there we go. Hello, somebody. With. Hello for the people in the back because more and more men are going to end up alone. Lest they, lest heed they to heed <laughs> to the words of the wise because they are few, <laughs> but they yield good fruit. Yes, come on. I need more men to realize that loneliness, this whole chasing of the bachelor lifestyle yeah. and this whole, I'll settle down when I'm ready. And, you know, this is not a standard of life that you should aspire to. Mm. And in order to demand more of life, you must, in fact, be more. Okay, sure. like we need to eschew this whole idea that, you know, that women are available in abundance. Mm. The type of woman that you want is not available in abundance. I'm sorry, and it's a I limited also need supply. People to realize that it's a limited, that it's a it's limited, limited this scarcity because they seem to think like a lot of folks seem to think that women are far in abundance mm. and the kind of women that they want to be with, as long as she fits the traits that society has molded mm. her into, I'll be happy with this one. Mm. But I need people to understand that relationships are far more than fitting into these patriarchal um, mm. stereotypes. It's about connection. Mm. It's about genuinely having experiences with somebody that you've chosen to love. And that is a, like, perhaps I'm an idealized, you know, I'm just away with the fairies. Yeah. I'm romanticizing everything. But I like to believe that I can choose a life pi partner that genuinely makes me happy on, and does something towards feeling some semblance of, fulfillment yeah, in for this sure. life you can actually pursue relationships that bring real fulfillment as i'm speaking to the guys out here because i'm tired of the things that we've been feeding up to the the women mm. around you know fulfilling relationships and being that fulfillment men i'm gonna need you to focus more on pursuing that fulfillment having standards for those relationships yeah. and also having standards for yourself mm. and focusing more on being a good partner as Come well on. if you desire that level of intimacy if you desire that level of relationship that goes far above and beyond you know prescribing to gender roles mm. you need to do the work of being a good partner yes. you aren't a good partner by virtue of being a man that has found a woman well, come you're on. a good partner by virtue of being a person that has spent significant time yeah. developing their character yeah. in order to be a good person oh come on somebody because i'm so like i just don't understand why there isn't enough like we've we've heard all of the wives conferences yeah, yeah, we've had all yeah, of the yeah. you know getting ready to be married i'm gonna need more how to be husbands conferences i'm gonna need more how to be good boyfriends i'm gonna need more men's ministry in how to be a good partner because by function of being a man does not mean that you are a good partner it, it just means that you, you're a man and it doesn't make you a good leader no. either oh child it doesn't make you a good leader and for a long time so many leadership attributes have been ascribed to men mm -hmm. um as if you can completely neglect your development in these areas but also and i think this is the overarching um message of this episode neglecting the fact that you need people around you to bring that out of mm. you right 
you need not only do you need community you need to be very wise about the community you pick right because it's not that you lack male presence in your life mm. it's that the presence is rotten <laughs> we need to discuss that dirty right and we talk about this as well like mm. when we're addressing women so please don't think that this that this is biased but it's it really is about discernment but also an analysis of does the company mm. match the destination does the company match the vision right i need more of you to have real visions for your life that are far past just you know instant gratification mm. um and it kind of leads me to this thing of like I really want, okay, you, uh, we talk about like traditional um, institutions such as marriage on this podcast, right? Mm. And it is something that we actually think is helpful for society. And I'm going to need more men to realize that there is inv- there is value in you being married more than just, or in you being in stable relationships, more than just you having a woman who you can use, but actually having a woman who you can build with mm. and having a partner who you can build with. Now, this doesn't just have to be done exclusively in romantic relationships but i need more men especially if you desire to be in leadership positions or you have discovered that your purpose requires leadership qualities out of you to realize that you cannot do this on your own Mm. right Mm. so collaborating with friends collaborating with partners collaborating even with parents siblings whoever but actually bringing yourself to a point of humility where you actually have to collaborate with people and lead other people and recognize that leadership is not just about sitting on this throne and being worshipped and adored and having everybody else around you serve you but it really is about tending to the needs of family community society um your fields and your careers which your purpose has required you to enter into um but actually getting acquainted with the fact that men we actually need your service we do you know we need your service to us and i think that back to that conversation about loneliness and men's happiness i think people also need to talk to men about where they feel tired and i i mean not me sounding like i'm sympathizing but i do think (laughs) as a generation we are tired and i think Mm. the same way we as women often get tired about or tired from all the content we are bombarded with about how to be feminine how to be i am actually sure there are men out there who are exhausted by the amount of societal expectation that has been put on them on how to be a man Mm. and how much they get content advice offline and online about that right and whether it's helpful or not, just the to be barraged with that is actually a lot. It's a lot, man. Do you get what I mean? And so I do think people need to have a conversation um, with men and amongst men, you guys do it, please, about yeah your exhaustion and your burnout and how to actually curtail that productively and with the help of other people who can actually help you manage it a bit better. Um, because I do think as a generation, as young as we are, we are burnt out tired man. we are burnt out and i think this is also why a lot of us see relationships and long-term committed relationships as well as long mm. friendships mm. feel long why mm. we're all just mm. tired everything is long for man and this is tangential but also related to some of the points that you were um just speaking about but it made me think of the fact that guys i know you're tired but stop running i Go know down. that you have okay. so many examples of folks who have run 
right? Mm. Like I think for, especially for this generation of men, it feels like a lot of folks are abdicating responsibility. Yeah, running so away. So when I think of, when I think of like traditional institutions like marriage and our commitment phobia, it's because we have these examples and these legacies of men abdicating their responsibility. And I understand insofar as it's hard out here. It's hard to take on responsibility. It's hard to be leaders. Mm. But in your wake, there has been destruction. Mm. And when I think of like historically, especially in like specific communities, I don't want to like um, generalize or mm-hmm. like make this some kind of um, pathology or whatever. But when I think of like, for example, black communities mm. back in um, the post-colonial mm-hmm. era, mm-hmm. the way that they targeted a lot of our families yeah. was by, you know, going removing for the men, removing the men. The men. They the were household. out here working, removing the men from the household. And it's like, now more than ever before, men, you cannot expect to be treated with respect and kindness as a leader when you have abdicated the responsibilities of a leader. Yeah, It comes with the territory. Yeah. And yes, it means that we need to address your fear. Yes, it means we need to address the way that you're equipped to be a leader, but you cannot abdicate from that yeah. responsibility because in your wake, it leaves destruction. It exactly. means it leaves brokenness. Yes. And it also leaves a lot of us with the task of having to mend those pieces and take on responsibilities exactly. that we weren't built to take on. And another yeah. thing I want to address real quickly is um, the fact that abdication of responsibility now will lead to your loneliness later exactly how many folks think that they can you know return to the destruction they've caused thinking Mm -mm -mm. that they can patch it up when it's simply a a little too late y'all heard that jojo song it's just too little too too late late. um and you also cannot be upset at people learning how to manage without you if you abdicate for so long the people will adapt they have they to. will adapt they have to adapt in order to survive and so you can't then be upset about the fact that people have learned to manage without you Mate. in this position um and then similarly like if it's too little too late you can't then come and just assume that position have you earned it mm. and there is a degree of earning the respect that you command yeah i don't think enough people realize just in general in this generation in a generation where it's so easy to just stand on a stage and say hey look at me Mm. i don't think enough people realize that this line in bridgerton obviously one of my favorite shows (laughs) god when will be relinquished (laughs) from the burden of bridgerton i am screaming where um the duke has a stutter he in his childhood he has a stutter and um I can't remember her name. It's been a while since I watched Bridgerton, but she comes in and she says, you know, I'm going to make you worthy of the attention that you command, right? Because when people look at you, I want you to actually have something to show, you know? Um, And I think a lot of us, you know, flail about and it's like, hey, look at me. And then we look at you and you're a clown, a jester, not just men, women too, right? You have nothing of (laughs) such... It's the calmness with which you said that. It's a clown. You're a clown. A jester. Yeah. We laugh. You're yeah. a circus show. Exactly. God. Because those things garner attention, right? Yeah. At the same time, but do they command respect? That's good. Do you get what I mean? That's good. And so you actually have to be worthy of the respect that you command. And this isn't me being disrespectful and being out here like, oh, see, you men are clowns. No, no, no. Some of y'all clowns though. Okay. If the shoe fit, feel free to, <laughs> feel free to wear some it. Of your clowns. Yeah. I love y'all, but some clown of y'all clowns. shoes, clown shoes, but they fit you perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but this, yeah, this isn't to diss anybody. This is to say for all of us, if we are going to demand respect, and mm. this is, this is not about like basic human respect and human decency and being shown yeah, respect. That's a given. This, that's a given, but more so 
from a partner or from people who you are in relationship with or have a leadership position or influence over mm. if you are going to demand respect you must be worthy of the respect that you command yeah and the way that you do that is not just only being exemplary in performance mm. but also actually caring about people right and actually serving people and people being able to trust that you are here not just for self-servitude yeah. but also for everybody's best interest and that is something that you have at heart um yeah and i love that you were talking about where are the men the men conferences about how to be a good husband and all of that and i do think there is something to know we've been talking about it recently as well and it's mm. It's something that has hurt my heart for a long time, which is the perversion of certain cultural expectations to really, and I mean really absolve certain people of the sobriety and the maturity that they need to have in order to navigate through things like marriage and family and being a father and things like that. Because if we look at everyone always goes to the quintessential proverbs 31 woman or you know this is the perfect wife and this is what she does and this is what i desire okay fine but i i must i must (laughs) emphasize that the proverbs 31 woman is an advice that a mother had to her son who was a king this whole chapter is not even advice to women it is advice to men right and this whole proverbial book is advice to a man I'm, I don't I don't think people understand and that whole book that whole chapter um, um not just the chapter sorry that whole book has so much advice about the conduct of a man who has legacy a man mm, who has resources a man who has um inheritance a man who realizes that I have an impact on the future here and I have an impact on people here right there is so much advice about how such a man should conduct himself right. and live his life and govern himself mm-hmm. his body mm-hmm. Y'all don't be preaching that. But that's a huge part of the Bible too. Y'all skip. You know what's even funny? The fact that in the Proverbs um, 31 chapter, her husband was regarded at the gate. Some of y'all, they ain't even let you in. Some of y'all, they well, did not Some of not you guys don't have a gate to be regarded there, at. There, there we go. I love the fact that you brought up, because I think it's something that is, um symptomatic of a wider issue mm. of this perversion of things that were intended to uphold men come on in order to you know cage women come on the fact that the whole proverbs book everything in there was for y'all you guys went straight to <laughs> proverbs 31 the women the women now obviously we're not saying that the bible is just for men right it, precisely precisely all, all scripture is profitable for there we all go. people there we go but just some context but hello just some context for just <laughs> context is important and we say this to say we want more for men Mm. like we want more for men in the different roles that they play because we understand that this is multifaceted you aren't just a man yeah okay i love that you put because we want more for men bear in mind we didn't say we want more from men alone because we still want more from men yeah but i think a lot of people emphasize we want more from men but we also want more for For. men we want more for you bro because you are a brother you are a son you will be a father yeah you are you know somebody's uncle you are like there's different roles that you play yeah not by function of being a man but through these different roles these Mm. are different identities which Mm. require different training it's different crafts and by being a man doesn't mean that you fulfill these roles necessarily and that's the problem we think that man is proxy for everything Mm. and it's not it's not just because you're a man doesn't mean you will function well as a father there we go in fact that's probably one of the biggest issues some of (laughs) y'all are great at being men but terrible at being being fathers. fathers 
you are great at lying down and doing the dirty. But when it ter- when it comes to getting up and cleaning up your mess, that is an issue. And some of us are even legacies of these issues. Including y'all. Including <laughs> you guys. <laughs> and that's another thing, right? Y'all got daddy issues too. In fact, you guys have daddy issues too. In fact, you guys some have mommy of issues you guys, too. Some of you guys are your daddy junior. Some of you even have junior by the end of your name. That's why you guys are acting up. Not you inherited. <laughs> you have inherited your daddy's nonsense. Oh no. This life that you lead is an opportunity to be better yeah. and get better yeah. for you, for your legacy. Even when we think of that whole idea of legacy, right? Like this obsession with legacy, it's not about you. Mm. I think the biggest problem that we have when we're thinking about legacy and our understanding of legacy yeah. is it's a selfish pursuit. Right. How can I preserve my name? Right. How can this um, unidentified human that I'll bring into the world just carry on after me? Mm. How can I make an impact that allows my name to retain glory? That's not what legacy is. Yeah. Legacy is about ensuring that the people that come after you or the people that interact with you yeah. left better than when Ooh, they came. Come on. Some people are interacting with you and leaving broken because yes. you yourself, are, you are like a cactus plant. Yeah. You need to get rid of all of these poisonous bits of yourself mm. and you need to focus on addressing them too because... I think even when we think of brokenness, we associate that with womanhood. Mm. We associate these sensitive dealings and these yeah, emotional yeah, yeah, things yeah. with with women. Come on. And men, the reason we want more for you is because we want to allow you to have the space to recognize your own brokenness. Yes. You two are broken. You yes. two have been hurt by people yes. in your life. Yes. You two have been hurt by your parents. Yes. You two have been hurt by you know women or men or other people in your life too. Yes. And we rarely give you the space, as well as yourself. Some of you guys don't give yourselves the Mm-mm-mm. space. Society hasn't given you the space to sit with that and recognize that properly, which means you then just go on to replicate. Yeah. You just go on to be a wrecking ball. Have you guys seen Miley Cyrus wrecking ball? (laughs) Have you listened to it? (laughs) You came in like a wrecking ball. Do you know what a wrecking ball does? Ruin everything in its path. You don't have to be like that. Mm -mm. Don't think that your identity is one of proxy. Mm. It is one of intention. Be That's intentional good. about the matters around your identity. So I want more for you, bro. Yeah. I want we more. We really, really do. We really, really do. I want and more like, for you. The more that we want for you, please don't expect it just of women. I can't oh, emphasize this big, enough because we are also exhausted and also it is hard and almost cheeky, yeah, to have to serve people who have berated you. Mm. And it may not have been you personally, but when women go on the internet and they see the, the likes of Andrew Tate or Kevin Samuels or, you know, is it Fresh and Fit? Fresh and yeah, fit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on the internet and degrading them, insulting them, embarrassing them, maybe not them personally, but people who look like them and just women in general as they mm. talk about them in these generalized uh terms and and concepts how can we then turn around to be like i'm gonna heal you and there are a lot of women trying to do that but then there are a whole bunch of women who are also resistant to that yeah and so please realize that women have been offended by a lot of what men have been putting out here y'all men with these podcasts Stop buying these microphones. I t- I said it in the last two. We my need brothers to put too. an embargo. Stop buying microphones and go and pay for a month of therapy. Embargo. Amazon. Stop, please. Embargo, please. We need to have like a. You Block know when you purchase ones. things and they ask you who you are. Yeah. We need. And what is your intention for these items? <laughs> 
<laughs> we need an actual embargo. Yeah. A real embargo. Um, but please, I I really think it's important to emphasize that men also need to do these works. Mm. And it's not just women who are going to come and magically heal you, especially not through sex. Please take that out of your mind now. It's actually you're going to need brotherhood. You're going to need mentorship. You're going to need fathering. You're going to need examples. You're going to need resources. You're going to need institutions and corporations um, to help you on a systemic level and and help confront the things which are actually oppressing Honestly. you and are actually making it hard for you to advance, right, not only personally develop, but also make it through society, right? Education, employment, um, healthcare, all of that stuff, politics, your engagement with politics and government, um, the way that you relate to like justice, the justice system. There there are great people and great organizations which all need to be a part of Mm, this work. You mm -hmm, cannot mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. look to the women who you have interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. to fix you. We cannot do it. (laughs) Like we actually cannot, we can help. But that's why a lot of people find healing or rest in the arms of a woman, but they go outside and life is still crap. I was about to round up with the last point, but I have a whole tangential (laughs) point that came as a result of that. And that is, there is much profit in exercising Mm, mm, self-control. And this mm, is going to be an awkward mm. and uncomfortable one for us to touch on because we are women. But I think it's necessary that we touch on it because it also affects us. Mm But you guys need to get some self-control, especially as it pertains to sex Sex. and the way that we engage with women. And you guys already know, like, the effects of excessive pornography, Mm -hmm. fapping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're having that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. look me in my eye, brother. Yeah, 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 we're having that conversation. Yeah, I know some of you are, you know, (laughs) knocking boots with yourself back there, all right? And this isn't to shame anyone or Mm -hmm. anything like that, because this is also something that women engage with too. And we've discussed it. We've discussed it. Um, but with men as well, the preoccupation with sex mm. and sex without boundaries mm. or borders or having any kind of like just this whole sex narrative, discipline. right? In fact, just discipline in general when it comes to engaging with women. Yeah. I need you guys to have a bit more discipline. I need mm. you to have a bit more discernment. And I think I need you guys to have a little bit more dignity in the way that you carry yourself. Yeah, that's the word. Because we're not what we're not going to do anymore is enforce a sexual standard for women and enforce this whole I, this possessive like oh you know body count women needs to be low she needs to preserve herself for me and exercise absolutely zero ounce of self-control as it pertains to any sexual endeavor whatsoever right. because this will leak into other places in your life yeah when you lack discipline, this is the thing about discipline and mm. this is the thing about personal values and principles. When one sphere is out of alignment, it will leak into other areas yeah. in your life. Yeah. And there are actually proven benefits to exercising discipline in these areas. Yeah. Sharpens your mind. Yeah. Increase of testosterone. Yeah. Gives you so much more energy. Mental clarity. Guys, I need you to get it to sort it out. Yeah. All right. And I know it's awkward. Maybe it's one of them conversations you need to have in your men's Men's communities, in your men's circles, because it's it's weird for a woman to be like, yo, guys, stop (laughs) stop excessively watching pornography, masturbating (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. But it needs to be said. And we need to have these conversations because it also leaves women in an awkward position where they have to live up to all of these extreme sexual desires or extreme sexual appetites that have been fanned as a result of excessive instant gratification there we go 
Look, and even if you're not heteronormative, and even if you are, you know, obviously we're, we're speaking from a Christian perspective, yeah, yeah. having dignity about the way you comport yourself when it comes to sex is yeah. important. Whoever you have sex with, yeah, whether yeah. they identify as women, non-binary or whatever, yeah. and you identify as a man, yeah. having some kind of respect for the people that you engage with, especially physically, yes. is essential. It is a, for me, it is a baseline value. Yeah. and. I think that everybody should uphold some kind of respect for the people that they choose to share their body with. And I think the prevailing narratives that have been fed to men is you can't control yourself. You desire and deserve sex. If you slip up, then you slip up. I need the standard to be higher for men. And I think that's the general thing right now with masculinity. Mm. We're going to need the standards to be higher. 100%. 100%. Or at least we need the standards to be applied to men. Because mm. the standards have existed, mm. but it's whether they apply or mm. not and whether they're adhered to, that is the real mm. question. And then. But I feel like the standards have existed, but just not in the right places. That's true. Because you have this hyper masculinity. That's, right? that's high standards. That's true. But that's not helpful. That's not helpful at all. Yeah. So I think it's there extremes, also needs to be it? exactly there's extremes. And I, I think there needs to be a review of what we consider to be productive mm. and also what we consider to be valuable. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. another, sorry, my last point, my last point, throw away these concepts you have of high value, man. Oh, they have given you they, the wrong it, definition. Grief, grief. I am so sorry. Grief. You've been misled. But you've been misled. Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked, if you will. Lest you fall into the lifestyle <laughs> trap of, you know, Red Bull and... Um, I am so anyways, sorry. Swinging pendulums and lamps. Swinging pendulums. Um, but the last, last, last thing that yeah. I wanted to touch on really briefly was cost of living crisis. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Economic no, I even downturn. have something to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to try and be yeah, brief, yeah, yeah. guys, because we sorry. know. No, 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 no. <laughs> Go for it. Go for one. it. Please. Guys. <laughs> You know what? This one isn't even masculinity related. There is a cost of living crisis, crisis going on baby. globally. Crisis, baby. I implore you not just to step your body up, but to manage your money wisely. There we go. Like genuinely, it's scary outside. All right. Things are expensive. Okay. And I know, especially for men, I think there is more of a pressure to front. Like you have it all together. Especially when it comes to the dating scene. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. This is why there is much profit in the pursuit of singular digit with one woman. No, 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 because you're out here going Facts. on dates with multiple many, many women. Bunch of women as company with men. Bunch they're I expensive. Said, Jesus, what a <laughs> life. <laughs> oh more women are expensive. And you're there doing Mm-mm-mm. and you're there just every bunch of women. <laughs> A handful. Wow. Ginormous yeah. amount of women. And yeah. you think it's going to come cost free? Yeah. Omo, pick one. My advice to you is pick one. Pick one at a time. So if you're feeling like you got a little... I'm just yeah. trying to see. Pick one and pursue her. But honestly, cut your cloth according to your size. Like right Please. now is the season to just cut back on some stuff. Please. And I, I really wanted to say that because... And I love that you brought up this cost of living crisis thing because I do think there is an immense amount of pressure, especially because of masculinity content out there for men to look rich, but there is barely any, like these same people who are talking about looking rich and having all the girls and the swaggy in the cars, the drip, getting yourself jacked up in the gym, calm. But are they also equipping you for knowledge about how to build sustainable wealth right. during this time? Right. Probably not because a lot of them haven't done it themselves. Leave the forex traders alone. Leave them. They're professionals. They call that a Ponzi scheme where I was An brought M&M, up. Baby. M- 
more it's all right. anyone can get caught up in it but the truth of the matter is right now we need to look to sustainability there we go we need to look to building real assets which will last the test of time mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but even before you may be thinking about buying assets and attaining assets actually having income yeah actually being skillful to attain income as yeah, well yeah, yeah. um but then also knowing how to save and to manage your resources right now and not just resources not even just capital mm. but actually other forms of capital your time mm-hmm. your attention your energy yeah you need to be knowing how to manage all of it and that's Honestly. why such a point such as discipline is actually so important because now more than ever all of us collectively brothers sisters we all need it wow 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 to the brothers well brothers brothers and sisters and uh, siblings all folks of every variety our digital family our digital family we hope that you enjoyed that episode and hopefully at some point in the future we'll actually bring on some brothers to come and share their thoughts and engage in conversation with us and also to demonstrate that there are some upstanding members of the community of all communities but please though we don't endorse anybody. The people that are here right now, these are the, these, We don't even endorse We don't even endorse each other. <laughs> please, 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 I please. screaming. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully we'll, that will occur soon and we'll have some good brothers on here to come and gist and jive with us and um, share their thoughts on a number of things that are pertinent to you at men's community. Yeah. But sisters and brothers, yes. particularly brothers that are listening, we'd love to know what are your thoughts on some of the issues that you're facing? Mm. Like, where do you need more representation? Mm-hmm. Where can women be doing their bit to support? Where can men, men be doing before, their, their before things you say to support? Say you know what I'm saying? Where, where can men pick up? So we'd love to hear your thoughts. As ever, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, come over to YouTube, subscribe whilst you're at it mm-hmm. and drop your comments and thoughts below as per yes, usual. Please. And of course, you can come and say hi to us on our individual pages alongside our actual like at two by sisterhood you know pages uh, pages <laughs> at two by sisterhood or everything, everything. every i'm t- even linked it i've been saying even linked it for the past three episodes tiktok <laughs> twitter instagram at two my sisterhood Support. come say hi to miss courtney at cd boateng and come say hi to me at renee we love to see you and if you would like some weekly glow and grow tips we don't discriminate who signs up to the, the mailing right. list okay sign up to the mailing list at www.sales what only insults we discriminate against oh yeah oh okay thank god i was about to say don't put out a mating call for them cells because if you come into this community this ain't like you gonna get kicked out i was about to say literally world stop we don't do no 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 let me tell about here around here this is a sister verse this is a dictatorship when it comes to that nonsense we fight totalitarian totalitarian baby So please, if you are going to chat rubbish, just know we're going to give you a few blows back and then you're getting kicked out. I'm simple. Don't even waste your time. Don't (laughs) waste your precious time. (laughs) Don't waste your precious time. (laughs) Oh, don't kill me. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) So... Everybody but incels, please sign up to the Team My Sisters Teamysisters.com. It is free. It is Absolutely. weekly. It is amazing. Chock a block with loads of resources. So we hope that you have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to us. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. And as always, keep glowing and growing.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.